Thank you for listening to the first of many podcasts titled Agile and Me, a therapy leadership podcast series. I'm Richard Lever, the host of the podcast series, and the show has been developed to help therapy leaders manage and grow their rehabilitation department or clinic. This podcast series will help aspiring and seasoned clinical leaders avoid the many mistakes and pitfalls of running a successful clinic practice and business. With increasing challenges to outpatient therapy, and the impact of COVID-19 has never been more important to understand the business of therapy, something that PT school doesn't teach. Today, I have with me Brandon Girardi, a physical therapist and regional director of clinical operations for Alliance Physical Therapy. Brandon has kindly agreed to be the guest presenter for today's podcast titled Know Your Host. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, thank you very much, Richard. Thanks for having me. This is, uh, this is, this is a great project. I think this is going to bring a lot of very meaningful information to both seasoned leaders and people who are trying to learn more about leading their their departments and and just more about our profession. So I'm interested, where did the name come from? Agile and Me, where did did you come up with that name? The genesis of the title Agile and Me was really a direct result of COVID. For most people in 2020, it's been a really tough year and presented us with many challenges on an ongoing basis. And to be successful, one's really had to have remarkable perseverance, doggedness, and ability to implement change quickly. So in other words, one had to be extremely agile. So as leaders, we navigate a lot of change and make many decisions, uh, sometimes unpopular, uh, often under time constraints, to help make our companies, employees successful now and into the future. Hence, the the title really reflects an important attribute every leader, including myself, needs to possess. I couldn't be. I couldn't agree more. It's through the the last several months of of leadership, being agile and being able to move quickly and and come up with new innovative ways to continue to manage your departments and treat patients has been incredibly important. So, what's the format of your podcast series? And then what have you found to be the purpose? Kind of what is your reach? Yeah, so the format is going to be one of a kind of casual interview style, usually one-on-one, although I'm sure certain podcasts will have more than one guest. And the purpose is really to help inform, educate, and hopefully entertain the audience and listeners and learn from other people's experiences all being well, you'll have some takeaways and you know, benefit from the, the wisdom of others and complement your existing knowledge or just provide an alternative perspective. Yeah, one of the things I think is amazing about our profession is there's so many different there's so many different avenues. Obviously, a physical therapist can go down professionally, whether we're working in various settings. But a lot of the topics I can imagine that you'll cover are relatable to all the people in your audience, regardless of the the settings that you're working in. Yeah, absolutely. As a new graduate, really all that you've been taught is a basic clinical skill set. And whilst that's obviously invaluable for starting out, in order to truly be successful, you really have to learn a whole facet of, of components of the business. So the, the topics for the Agile and Me are really going to be a, a great variety 
something for everyone, essentially, from emerging leaders uh, to experienced seasoned leaders. Yeah, I think it's going to be an incredible project, I think, just to to engage multiple people from multiple facets of our business. What I'm going to do is get guests that will be able to speak to you know, finance, leadership skills, recruitment, compliance, strategy, all those topics that really are fundamental to, to being able to not only establish, but to uh, develop and grow a, a business. You hit the nail on the head earlier when you said in PT school, we learn a basic skill set. But when it comes to any deeper knowledge of those, all the, all the facets of our business that you just mentioned, it, it takes time and effort. And it'll be really good to have a, a conduit to get all of those professionals in in one series so people could follow the series and, and really hone in on their understanding of those different parts of our business. Yeah, there was many times in my career where I wish I'd had a, a mentor or somebody who'd who'd uh, already managed or led uh, a practice or organization that I could speak to. I, I would, it would have saved me making many mistakes. We'll continue the conversation after a short music break and advertisement. Agile EMR is a comprehensive, all-in-one electronic medical records solution created by physical therapists for physical therapists. Features include everything you need to run your physical therapy practice in one place. To schedule a demonstration of Agile EMR, visit our website at www.agiletherapyemr.com. Welcome back to Agile and Me, a physical therapy leadership podcast. If, if we pivot a little bit and talk about your career, what I want our audience to, to know a little bit more about you, and obviously you've, you've worked in a variety of settings and you chatted about your experiences, but who, are, who was most influential in your, in your career to, to kind of point you on the path that you've been on? Yeah, I think, whilst it might sound a little corny, I think my really my parents were uh, important in, in pointing me on the path that I, I've kind of taken, and, and really throughout life generally. They were evacuees in the Second World War, so they had limited formal education opportunity, and it was really wanted to make sure that myself and my brothers uh, had opportunities that they never really had to to better themselves and to make sure that we are successful in life. And, you know, not only did they provide us opportunities, but it really instilled principles of hard work, education, respect, and dedicating our lives to provide uh, uh, you know, for others as well. That's awesome. That's, uh, that's a, a great story with a great compass point pointing you in, in the direction that you've been in. How about in your career? Who's been most influential for you professionally? I think there's been really many people. I was fortunate enough to be taught by clinicians that had worked with James Syriax, Robin McKenzie, Brian Mulligan, uh, Jenny McConnell. So, so I think from a clinical perspective, I think that was definitely helpful in developing me as a clinician. But, but from a personal perspective, there, I think everyone along the way has touched me from the uh, tea lady at college through to colleagues and, and managers and uh, you know various other family members that that have helped instill the principles of hard work uh, respect professionalism etc i had similar experiences 
educationally and professionally just being, I guess, shaped and, and taking a little bit away from all the interactions that I've had with people through my career. I think it's, I think there's always, there's, those interactions always um, help shape who we are and our interests and exposures to different things. So as we've been talking, you've, you're not from, you're not initially, you're not originally from Michigan. So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so originally from England, from a little town called Exeter, which uh, is where the Romans got to, and then they decided to turn around and go home. They didn't go any further south than Exeter in England. Uh, one of four boys, no sisters. Uh, and my, growing up, my parents were of very limited means. So it's not to say that I went without, but certainly uh, there was no excess. And went to college in England originally, did a degree in physical education and geography. And when I graduated from that first degree, it was a, a recession and it was difficult to find a what I would call a graduate job. So I applied for multiple things. And uh, what transpired essentially was the opportunity to go to physical therapy school. I remember saying to my parents at the time that, well, you know, I'm not necessarily sure whether I want to do it, but but let's start. And, uh, you know, once I find a proper job, then I, I can always jack it in. But uh, as we know, that still trying to find that uh, that proper job. And then after working in the UK for about 10 years for the public healthcare system and also uh, for many years in the automotive industry sector in occupational medicine, Moved across to the States and then since then worked in, in a variety of settings, physician-owned uh, practice, magnet status hospitals, and throughout the last eight years in the private equity-backed outpatient uh, clinic space. What are you most proud of accomplishing in your field this far? There's not necessarily any one thing from a career perspective, I think I'm very proud of the the fact that I've managed to serve so many patients in the profession. You're developing, mentoring, educating clinicians and emerging leaders, I found that very rewarding and, and hopefully I've set many people on the right path. You know, as a professional, I feel there's really an obligation to not only support the profession, but to, to grow the profession and the clinicians within that. So I spent many years providing student clinical placements and, and advocacy for, for ourselves, the clinicians and the profession. What I'd like to, to do is get, get away from maybe the professional side a little bit and, and learn some fun stuff about you. What is a fun fact that those of us that work with you don't know about you? Yes, for those that work with me on a day-to-day -day basis in the office, then they'll already know this. But for those that don't, I try and cycle into work uh, whenever I can. So I park my car up and get on my bike. And in total each day, I, I try and cycle about 15 miles. And then that really gives me not only some, some good exercise, but time to help prepare myself for the day. And at the end of the day, reflect on the events that have occurred. So what about bad weather days? 
Bad weather days, uh, I uh, I try and dress up warm and suck it up. But if the the weather's too bad, I, if it's icy or snowing too heavily, then I'll I'll uh, acquiesce and take the car. I, I don't think I bounce quite as well as I <laughs> used to now. So so the thought of falling off my bike is not really appealing. I do have to say that I I do chuckle when I when I walk into the building and I I open the door where your bike usually is. I'm really impressed with days that I'm all bundled up and and there your bike is. So I know that you've been you've been battling some some rainy cold days. I mean that's impressive. That's right. Yeah, I've, I've been doing it for a few years now and. What I find quite amusing is I obviously have to take my bike in to be to be maintained on a regular basis, and I I spent more maintaining my bike than my bike was actually worth in the beginning. <laughs> so, as I've reached out to numerous colleagues that we have, and just I wanted to get I, I wanted to pose questions that our colleagues within our central team. Uh, wanted to know about you and what was interesting is the number one question that came back was Beatles or the Stones so I gotta ask who do you who do you favor yeah I'm gonna cop out of this answer Uh, Beatles and Stones are great I listened to them uh, certainly when I was younger and throughout my adult life but I'm more of a Pink Floyd fan I'm afraid so so the uh, nobody's ever going to find out whether it's Beatles or Stones (laughs) we'll continue the conversation after a short music break and advertisement Most orthotic manufacturers take a one-shape-fits-all approach to solving lower body pain and symptoms. They focus on arch support for temporary pain relief, which can end up leading to inefficiencies and injuries. That's where BioCorrect is different. More than just an insert, BioCorrect is a fully customizable foot orthotic system engineered to address and treat biomechanical imbalances of the entire body. And we're backed by more than 25 years of experience. To learn more, visit us at biocorrect.com. Welcome back to Agile and Me, a physical therapy leadership podcast. If there's one thing you could tell a new grad, what would that be? What I would say is is to be successful, you have to have three things. Uh, Obviously, you have to have the, the educational background and knowledge. But you really need a, a certain attitude or behavioral style that, that's, that matches the profession. And then thirdly, you need experience, what I call patient mileage. Without those three things, you'll never really be as successful as one could be. So it's really patience and humility to allow you to develop that experience and, and uh, grow as an individual to complement the knowledge you've learned as a new graduate. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, what about a, if we were talking about a new business owner, somebody who's in our in our profession starting off? Um, what is one thing that you you would tell an, a new business owner? Uh, first and foremost is listen to these podcasts, because hopefully there'll be lots of information that will be of value. But uh, no, I think what I would recommend or suggest is trying to find a mentor who's uh, already set up their own business. Uh, it can be uh, quite daunting setting up a business, whatever type of business that is, be it a coffee shop or a, or a physical therapy practice, and you know, save yourself some, some pain, heartache, uh, hours and, and money. I, I would definitely recommend that you, you learn from people who have already done it. Yeah. 
So talking about the pain and heartache, what's been the what's been the biggest challenge to our profession in twenty twenty? What, what do you what do you think the biggest challenge to our profession will be in twenty twenty one? Yeah, I think in twenty twenty one it's going to be pretty specific. In twenty twenty one, it's it's going to continue to manage COVID, and then also um, uh, fighting against the reimbursement uh, challenges. Those in the short term, those are are the two key factors. In yeah. the longer term, I think it's it's really um, the biggest challenge is actually ourselves and making sure that we are advocating for ourselves and our, for our profession and really um, demonstrate, continuing to demonstrate uh, our value to society and, you know, making sure that we're, we're at least a, a strong voice, if not at the front of the queue. Mm-hmm. What do you think the long-term outlook for PT in general looks yeah, I'm. I'm actually really optimistic, which probably sounds uh, uh, a little strange uh, at this juncture. The reason why I'm optimistic is is multiple. First and foremost, we have a an aging population, so the demand for therapy services is going to continue to increase. The other thing is, I think as a society, I think we've realized that that the the way that we've been managing musculoskeletal disorders is really a a pretty ineffective way with regards to medications and and surgical interventions. So so I'm hoping that that, uh, the public and and healthcare in general will will realize and appreciate the the value that that physical therapy truly can provide. Um, Whilst there'll always be challenges with reimbursement, I think uh, there's there's going to still be a strong demand for our services. I couldn't agree more. We'll continue the conversation after a short music break and advertisement. The world around us is changing at a rapid pace, and so is our preference for how, where, and when we choose healthcare. That's where Agile Virtual Care answers the call. Agile Virtual Care is a comprehensive telehealth solution revolutionizing physical therapy by making PT convenient, safe, and accessible across the entire country. For providers and employers looking to offer employees different options for preventative and continual care, Agile Virtual Physical Therapy delivers the comfort and convenience that patients want and the quality care they deserve from experienced licensed therapists. Welcome back to Agile and Me, a physical therapy leadership podcast. Richard, what do you feel will differentiate successful and unsuccessful practices in the future? Yeah, I think success is really determined by the by the leadership and the team rather than, I, I believe, external factors more so. So I think with those businesses and practices that will be successful is really determined by their agility their ability and willingness to embrace change and develop a sense of urgency. The new constant is really about change. So unless one can can embrace that and keep up with it, I think people will get left behind. It reminds me of the book, uh, you know, Who Moved My Cheese, which, which is really kind of a, a basic text for all emerging leaders to read. I, I think Destiny is really in one's own hand and ability to to adjust behaviors and practice patterns to to navigate the the changing healthcare environment. So, Richard, with all the challenges that we've seen in 2020, paint a picture of of how you've been able to to continue to manage a successful business through all the challenges that we've had. Yeah, I think uh, in the short term, 
it's really making a lot of decisions to optimize the business and control expense. But in the long term, you'll never really be successful as a business owner just focusing on expense. You have to really focus on growth, investment, and, and, and revenue. So what we are, have done and we are planning to, to continue to do is really invest in every facet of the business. Uh, the key ones, obviously, are, are technology-related. There are very few true differentiators in between uh, outpatient therapy clinics but I definitely think uh, technology is one of those things and then it, it's really developing different types of service lines businesses to to complement what we're already providing or or providing uh, what we're, we're currently doing in a, in a different way so an example of that would be for instance uh, virtual care where we've launched uh, agile virtual care on a national platform that's awesome yeah it's it's been interesting to see how many different industries have had to had to adjust just their service delivery and 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 just adapt to changing times yeah and i think the thing to add to that is you know we will not go back to where we were before there will be a, a return but it will be returned to a different normal and that's going to look very different and it, and it has to uh, i don't think it's healthy to go back to to pre-covid This podcast was brought to you by Alliance Physical Therapy Partners and Agile Virtual Care. For more information, please visit our websites, alliancepTP.com and agilevirtualcare.com. Make sure to follow us on social media and LinkedIn, where you can learn more about Alliance Physical Therapy Partners and Agile Virtual Care.